place of worship where I'm not going to hold back my worship, Jesus. Because it's all about you. Yes. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord.
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. I believe you are all doing well. Shalom, evening everybody. Alright, I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless everybody. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It's always an exciting moment to have all of you in the presence of the Lord, even to learn from the Lord. And I believe that whatever He has planned for your life this evening will surely be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's take a word of prayer right now. Eternal One, Majestic Father, we give you glory, Lord. We honor you for such a time as this in your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, even for allowing us to come before the everlasting throne of the Father, even to know of his wondrous works. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, we make a prayer unto thee. We stand in the corridors of the heavens and we pray in Jesus' mighty name that you will show us your mercy. In Jesus' name, we pray that your presence will be with us. Open our eyes, O God, even to behold your wondrous works, even in your word. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We ask in Jesus' mighty name that anything that will try to stop us from receiving the, the, the light of your word by the power of the Holy Ghost, let that evil thing even be attacked by your angelic force in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, O oh God, that the windows of heaven will be opened and the light of the Spirit of God will shine upon us in Jesus' mighty name. For your word has already told us that he is the spirit of the truth and he shall guide us into all the truth. We pray in Jesus' mighty name, sweet Holy Spirit, guide us, open our eyes. Let us know that which we ought to know in Jesus' mighty name and destroy the works of the enemy that at the end your name alone will be glorified. We give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God bless everybody. May the Lord increase you all and shield you from every attack of the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that the anointing of the Lord will increase over your life. Let the touch not anointing rest upon you, that the evil one will touch you not. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for heavenly preservation over your life and your family. In Jesus' mighty name, whoever vows to destroy your life, let the angelic host of heaven arise against that person. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for you that whatever good thing that is in the pipeline that must come into your hands, May the hand of the Lord release it even into your hands in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. And keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. By the special grace of God, and I think last Monday we started a new series. We've been talking about the architecture of angels. The architecture of angels. And we realized that a lot of us are having a lot of us are having different perceptions about angels and that is one of the main reasons why we have not been able to partner with them in the apostolic assignments that the Lord has given to us. And one of the things that the Lord also helped us with was that we began to shape our understanding and our perception about who angels really are. So please, if you have missed any of the messages, kindly go back, download it, and soak it. The Lord is going to be of a help to your destiny. So please, I don't want anybody to ask a question that we have already answered. If you are not here, I beg you, kindly go and download the part one and part two of um, the message on angels. We are still in the introductory um, levels. We have not gone anywhere. We are just still talking about you know, angels and the basics. We have not gone to any height yet. And as, as we are journeying into heights, I will try to help us with some of the experiences that the Lord gave me even with angels and I'm going to take the time to help all of us to understand as the Spirit of the Lord leads me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Alright. Now, before we move to the next session this evening, I want to um, give the chance for anybody to ask any question that he or she has concerning. I think yesterday I wasn't able to answer most of the questions because of our time. So please, is it okay now? Is it okay? Lilith is a whole sermon. If I pick on Lilith, we can't continue with our message. That is why yesterday I told you that it will be Lilith is very different from what uh, I want us to talk about. We will go into the dark side, but for the meantime, I want all of us to have understanding into um, the angels that are with God and the angels that we as believers will need to partner with. But I will just say something small about Lilith as we proceed. Alright, so if anybody has any question about the angelic realms you can ask right now all right the floor is is yours
Okay. Oh, no question. Somebody says, how do you know that the flashes someone has is from angels? Okay. Can you hear me, please? Good. Okay. So we'll come there. We'll, I want somebody to ask a basic question. Because this one, if I go into, it looks like I'm jumping ahead of myself. I want somebody to ask a basic question so that we can like, take things from there. So, um, Fafali, I'll, I'll come to your question very soon. Okay. Somebody said, please, the angels who were sent to the earth and saw how beautiful the women on earth were and slept with them were they from heaven. Yes, they were angels of God. They were, they were in a class of the angelic known as the sons of God. And their assignment was much more on the earth. They were the beings that were coming to the earth at every point in time, even before Adam was made. So they, they used to come to the earth and they were the beings that partnered with God even to make the to bring forth the garden of Eden onto the earth realm. So the assignment was much more on the earth. In fact, these were the beings where that the Bible spoke about in the book of Jude. That when the sons of God came to present themselves before God, the devil also came among them. The Bible said in the book of Job chapter 2 verse 1, the Bible said, again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. Verse 2, and the Lord said unto Satan, from whence cometh thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. See? So when the sons of God came to the earth on an assignment, when they went back to heaven to present themselves to God and tell God about the fact that they are done with whatever he told them to do and everything, the Bible said, Satan also went to God with them. Now, at this point, Satan had already been thrown from heaven because of his rebellion. So the class of angelic beings that actually came to God to present themselves, these are the same beings that came to the earth and saw the children of men and they began to sleep with them. They are known as the sons of God. Now, when we go to the heavenlies, there are classes of angels. But there's a particular class of angels known as the sons of God. Most these angels, or let me say this class of angelic beings, have their assignments on the earth. And it is out of this class 
that God actually brought forth the assignment of the Lord Jesus. No wonder we all know Jesus to be the Son of God. And even we also, once we believe in the Lord Jesus, the Bible said, and them that believed him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. So the word sons of God actually, when you go to heaven, it is an office, it is a class on its own. And the assignment of the sons of God are earthly bound. Are you getting the picture? Uh-huh. So these were angels that were sent by God. And they came to see the children of men and they slept with them. We'll go deep into the other levels. Adam Fopa said, Please, do you have to see angels physically or you can feel their presence? Any of them, it's possible. Anytime an angel manifests physically, there is a, there are dimensions of the physical manifestation of angels. An angel, but the basic one is that when an angel manifests physically, the angel manifests in the form of a man. So you might see the person as a human being, but the person is not really a human being. Are you getting it? That is one. An angel can also manifest in the natural for people to see, even in his angelic order. That is why some cameras were able to capture certain angelic beings. It is an order. The, the camera will capture them not as human beings, but as angels, some of them with wings that are flying in the, in the clouds. So it is possible for an angel to manifest. You see, when these angels are in, the, in their heavenly bodies, there are levels of, let me say, there are spheres that does not allow these angelic beings to be seen with the naked eyes. But when these angels in their heavenly bodies come to a dimension where they can be seen with the naked eyes, and we all see them as in their heavenly bodies, that one is not much more, um, it is very, very rare. You don't normally see that. Are you getting the picture? You don't normally see angels in that level. But when it comes to these angelic beings appearing as in the form of humans, as you see them like a human being, it is very possible. Even as I'm talking to you right now, there are many beings, there are many people that we call human beings that are actually angels walking about. If they don't do that, most of these beings are sons of God. Most of them. If not all, most of them are part of the class called sons of God. And they have a serious assignment on the earth. If they fail in the assignment, we human beings, we are dead. Somebody said, how do we identify them? Don't worry, we'll go there. The same way people in the marine world can come in the nature like normal human beings and live with us. It is the same way angels can also come from heaven and come in the form of human beings and live with us. It is possible. So we have a lot of people we think they are human beings that are actually from the marine world. 
they are on a mission. And we have those that are angels that have also come in the form of humans living on this earth also on a mission. If these angelic beings don't come to the earth, we are in trouble. I'm telling you, we are seriously, we'll be in a serious trouble. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain the reason why. All right. Let me, let me touch it. So, uh, man of God, I hope you've understood um, the answer I gave. Great. Somebody said, can an angel of God be caged by demons in the spirit? As it happened in the days of Daniel. It is dependent on the, on the strength of the angel and the strength of the demon. Now understand that there are classes. All these beings we call demons were once angels. Do you know that? They were once angelic beings. Are you all getting the picture? Good. They were once angels. Someone said, even blasphemy. No, 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 no. Relax. I will take time and go there. They were, these demons were. Blasphemers are not demons. These demons were once angels. So what happened was that the reason why they are not called angels now is because the, the body. The body that God used, that glorious body that they had, God actually took it from them. So demons have shape, but they don't really have that glorious body. So demons are known as disembodied spirits, meaning spirits without a covering. Are you getting the picture? And one of the coverings, when you go into the angelic order, your rank is your raiment or your garment. The garment that you see an angel wearing is actually the angel's rank. So if you know the ranks in the angelic order, you will know who is on top and who is below. Understand that in the angelic hierarchy, there are those that are high. The principalities are there who are the archangels. Anytime you hear principality, you are speaking of the archangelic dimensions. Now, there are demons that are with the devil that are that were taken by the enemy from the principalities. Are you getting the picture? So not all demons are the same. That is why when you even go to the kingdom of darkness, there are ranks. There are ranks. Some demons are higher than other demons based on their angelic order and where they came from. Are you getting the picture? Are you getting the picture? 
Can you all hear me, please? Good. That you see, as we are here right now, when you enter into the highest dimension of the spirit realm, that the whole lot of battles going on. Angels and demons are always fighting. That fight is always there. They are always fighting. Always. We are here and we don't know what is actually happening. And I told you, most of these, you see, many of you think that where, where you actually think that demons reside is where the problem is. Hmm? Where you think that demons reside is where the problem is. When you begin to go and climb, like when you begin to climb into the heavenlies and the dimensions of the heavens, as you have already heard, first heaven, second heavens, third heavens, fourth heavens, most of these principalities that are now on are now on the side of the enemy, most of them are dwelling in the second heavens. Are you with me? Good. Most of these beings are dwelling in the second heavens. And paradise is the third heavens. So before an angel can be sent by God into the earth realm, the angel must come from its rank. And pass through all the dimensions. Please listen to me. Relax and listen to me. I'll, I'll touch on everything. So relax and listen to me. These angelic beings that are principalities on the side of the enemy, most of them are their angelic beings dwelling in the heavens, who are demonic beings. And listen, when you hear the word heavens, don't be too quick to think where, where God dwells. Relax. I've taught on this when I was teaching on open heavens. But there are many of us still, once we hear the word heavens, we think that is where God is dwelling. Don't you even know that the sky above us was called heaven by God? Is that where God is? So lifting your eyes into the clouds, to see God is a big mistake. So first, you need to first understand these basic things. Else you will be getting confused all the time. So deep in the clouds above, the heavenly dimensions in the spirit, so these are some of the places where some of these demonic beings dwell. you follow me? So put this at the back of your mind. There are certain demonic beings that do not dwell in hell with Lucifer. They are dwelling in the heavenlies, but they have, they are working for Lucifer. You need to understand that. It will help you. So these these are principalities. Understand that there are 
angelic beings that are below the principalities. We have these normal ones called angels. The normal ones called angels. They are below the archangels who are known as principalities. So if a demonic being who was once an archangel is living or dwelling in the second heavens, finds an angel that is just a normal angel being sent from the realms of the heavens into the earth realm based on the archangelic dimension there is always a conflict it happens it happens so that what daniel saw it keeps happening it keeps happening our eyes have not been able to see these things if god is opening your eyes to see what is happening in the second heavens and in the dimensions of the heavens you will know that a whole lot of battle is going on and some of these things if they don't fight now some of you can you sleep you will not even wake up <laughs> that is why there are many battles god has actually won for you you have no idea do you know where your soul travels to when you sleep? Do you know? You have no idea. You just see yourself walking about in a dream. Do you know that place? And do you know spirits that dwell there? And do you know how you are getting protected? Do you even know how you come back to your body after you have finished dreaming? Do you know what entails in that? How you get out of your body to dream? Do you know what happens? There are people, they get out of their bodies and they are aware that they are getting out. They get out of their bodies, they can see their own body lying on the bed and they can go and return into their bodies. You will see them physically lying, lying on the bed as if they are sleeping, but they know that they are getting, they know some of them practice how to get out of their bodies. It is called astral projection. They learn. How to pull their souls out of their bodies. That is what the witches use before they can go for their meetings. So once they are in a meeting, they can see their physical body lying in their room. When, when immediately they see that something is trying to happen to their physical bodies, they can quickly come back into their bodies. So you see, as you are here right now, there are so many parts, there are so many, let me say bodies, there are so many bodies in yourself. So you have plenty bodies in you. Plenty bodies. And I've already told you, I've taught on this one before. There is a part of you, that part of you that you see in your dream. It is not only one part, because you can dream and see different parts of yourself. You can dream and have, you will see different parts of yourself. You can even dream and see your emotional body. And the emotional body is connected to the memory, your memory. That is why you can dream and see your ex in a dream and you still recall that he, was, he is your ex or she is your ex. And the same pain that he made you feel, you can even feel that same pain in the dream. Meanwhile, it is not your body. It is a part of you which is not your physical body. 
Are you getting the picture? So there are many parts of you. When you dream, there are many parts of you that you dream with. So first, even when you wake up from sleep, you need to even know the part of you that you dreamt with. <laughs> Else it will be very difficult for you to even interpret your dreams. That is why many of us, we are trying to interpret dreams as something spiritual when they are not. Some of them too are trying to take it lightly when they are highly spiritual. Because we don't even know. Are you getting the picture? So all the time there are battles going on over the souls of men. And because these demons are disembodied spirits, they are like they are not like the angels that they came out of now. God has taken something from them, and that thing that God has taken out from them, they have become naked. So most demons that we see, they don't have any cloth around them. They don't have that raiment that speaks of their rank. That raiment or the garment that comes upon them, it is actually the glorious body God has given to them. So most demons are naked. And when God took away that glorious body from them, He also took away their smell. So about 99% of demons smell very bad. They smell very, very, very bad. But there are some of them too who don't smell bad because they have a calculation. Based on the level, the higher they are in the rankings. So these small, small demons that came out of the normal angels, very naked ones. But the ones that came out of the principalities, they know. And some of them have even partnered with normal human beings. So there are human beings walking on the earth with us that were born by mothers whose friends are principalities who are demons. Not all principalities. The word principality means archangel. So there are archangels of God, archangels that are on the side of the enemy. There are human beings walking on this earth their friends are these principalities. They talk to them. They call them to their room and they have conversations with them. Understand that these guys, because they are in the heavens, they have understanding about every language we speak on the earth. So they can talk to you in key, in English, any language. So most of these principalities that are in their in the higher ranks, they have found ways and means to get in touch with human beings and understand that they are all on a mission. Okay, I don't want to go ahead of myself. Let me start answering some of the questions. So I was just trying to answer the question that can a demon hijack an angel? It is yes, it is a reality, it keeps happening. If the demon was in a higher rank than the angel there can be something like that but all the time there is victory on the side of those from God alright ok let me answer the next question somebody said please how much emphasis should we be 
given to quality teachings of the angels in the Christian life. How much emphasis should we be giving? I don't know how to answer this question. But understand that in our work with God, angels are very, 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 you know, you can't work with God and not have an idea or understanding about how angels work. It's a very, very, it will be a very great disadvantage to your own life. Okay, someone says, secondly, what will make an angel refuse to deliver a message or release a blessing to a person? Okay, let me touch on this. What will make an angel refuse to deliver? An angel cannot refuse to deliver a message. It, it does not happen. An angel will not refuse. You see, let me touch on this. There is something known as the will of the angels. The will of the angels. The will of the angels. Now, in the times of old, in the heavenlies, can you all hear me please? Good. When God was yet to establish his kingdom in the heavens, his will was not yet done in the heavens. Because the, the doing of God's will is as a result of the establishment of his kingdom. Are you getting it? So, before the will of God was done in heaven, God had not yet established his kingdom. But when the kingdom of God was established first in the heavens, his will was done. That is why Jesus said, if you are praying, pray therefore after this manner. Our Father who art in heaven, the Lord be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. So the will of God is already done in heaven now. But it is yet to be done on earth. And because the will of God is done in heaven, there is no angel in heaven right now that can use his will to stand against God. Just as it happened in the times of old. Because the will of God supersedes all things. God bless you, man of God, the Jordan Spirit. The Lord bless you, man of God. Are you all getting the picture? So right now, no angel can say, I have refused to deliver the message of God to this person. I won't go. I won't deliver. There is nothing like that right now in heaven. It, it doesn't happen because the will of God is already done. So God is waiting for his will to be done on the earth. That is why it is only on the earth that God can send messengers, human beings, and we will decide not to go. Go and listen to the story of Jonah. Are you getting the picture? Good. So just as it happened in the times of old, when the will of the angelic rose against the will of God and God threw them, 
out of the heavens and they came to the earth to disturb what God has planned. It is not happening now in heaven because his will has already been done. So an angel cannot refuse to deliver a message to somebody. But based on the lifestyle of the person or let me say the recipient of that blessing, the blessing can either be delayed or be fasted or sped up. So there are many people based on the kind of lifestyle they are living. I, I, I picked a certain secret in the heavens and I think I, I said it here some time ago. When a blessing or a testimony is supposed to be released to a person, when the angel comes with it, it will take three months before the angel will go back. Especially if the person that is the recipient finds ways and means not to receive it. Please relax. Let me answer one question. Then you bring your. your I will not be able to answer all. You see? So relax. Once I'm done with this one, you ask the second one. So that because these questions are shifting me to different points. And that is why I want to take my time. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So put that at the back of your mind. There are things that a human being can do. When the angel comes with a blessing, the blessing will not be able to deliver. So the angel can hang around waiting for you to change your ways so that you can receive the blessing but still that and once you don't receive the blessing let's say in the course of the three months you are still misbehaving 90 days you are still misbehaving they will they will look the blessing will not go back to heaven put that at the back of your mind there is nothing that has exited heaven that will go back to heaven like grace anointing no every anointing you have read about in the bible is still on this earth it has not gone to heaven. God will not use anointing for anything. God will not use healing grace, working of miracles. What, what is he, who is he going to work the miracle for? Who? Every grace you have, every anointing you have heard of or read of in the Bible is still on this earth. It is in a man. If you don't look for that man to honor the man, you can't get it. So when a blessing is brought to the earth, it does not go back to God. If you stay, if the angel tarries with you for three months and still you don't prepare your heart to receive it, it will be given to another man. That is why, listen to me, there are people carrying blessings that according to the scroll of their original destiny, it is not part. And there are people too who are carrying certain they are carrying certain destinies that is not their own. They, they have their own destiny, but because a certain man failed to fulfill his, it has been added to theirs. Those people, the burden on them is heavy. So there are many of you listening to me. 
in your family your father was supposed to carry the wealth of the family but he wasted his life on women and that thing has now come up it's, it's hanging on your head you can't sleep like others are sleeping because if you fit you have to fulfill his before you do yours so you need more time more energy so these things do happen so put that at the back of your mind someone said do angels die no angels don't die angels don't die let's read something from the book of luke luke chapter 24 Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Okay, Luke chapter 20, verse 34 to 36. Luke chapter 20, verse 34 to 36. Luke chapter 20, verse 34 to 36. The Bible said, And Jesus said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor given in marriage, for they cannot die anymore, because they are equal to angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. Did you, did you see that? Did you read that? Okay, let's read from the ISV. The ISV said, Jesus told them, Those who belong to this age marry and are married, but those who are considered worthy of a place in that age and in the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, nor can they die anymore because they are like the angels, and since they share in the resurrection, are God's children. So you see, this is one of the um, clearest scripture to let you know that angels don't die. And the reason why they don't die is that they are not mortal. They are not mortal. The only thing that dies is, um, is mortality. They are, not, they are immortal beings. And when you hear the word immortal, anything that cannot die. Are you getting the picture? good and so it's all because their nature they were made with fire and wind not like the dust of the ground like human beings there are many things that you can an angel can visit you to give to you but you can stop him from delivering. Yes, many things, not only bad behavior. 
you see, many of us, our problem is that is why the first thing is that if you have wrong mindset about angels, it will, the, God will never give you anything. I don't know how to say this. God, He will. Some of you, your mindset alone can destroy testimonies God wants to give you. Your mindset alone, your perception can destroy a lot of things. You know, since we started talking about angels, and about three people have told me of angelic encounters they've had just within this week. Three people, three people. The moment they go to know the true nature of angels, they now began to experience them. So these people, angels have been with them for years, but they didn't even know. This one will go and come back. This one will also go. This, but still, the people are not experiencing them. Because they are waiting for somebody with long wings, standing giant like that, to, so that they can say, okay, yes, this is an angel. And because that is always your focus, you are missing it. Some of you did not even know that you are in the room. All of a sudden, you begin to smell a certain fragrance. Very nice. Nothing even clicks your mind that oh, there is an angelic presence here. Ah! That is why many people can say, ah, the presence of the Lord is here. And it is not the, that they felt something. There is something that speaks of God's presence that has appeared and they know. But because we lack the knowledge, so you see, your, your wrong perception about angels can even stop you from receiving what they have come to deliver to you. And now some of them, you don't even need to see them. You don't need to hear from them. All you need to do is what God will tell you to do. Once you are doing it, they can release what, because it's based on everything that an angel comes with and the type of atmosphere that it will be released. So if it is about a certain anointing, they would want you to be in a particular atmosphere before that grace can be released upon you. And if you are not sensitive enough to be in that atmosphere, you will miss a lot of things. Are you getting the whole thing? Okay, so let me... Someone said, can an angel be called out of existence? I don't get it. Called out of existence as in, I want you to break it down for, for everybody to understand. Okay. Somebody said, there's a notion that every believer has his or her own angel. How true is this notion? And do our angels accompany us everywhere we go? when you pray for them to do so okay let me can you all hear me good the angel that every believer has is true but these angels that believers have if i not believers every human being god made an angelic being for every human being and those beings are known as the guardian angels guardian angels they guard your souls they guard your souls because it is in your soul that your assignment is and you have come to this earth to fulfill an assignment not to live a life of your own 
to fulfill an assignment. So, so long as you are fulfilling that assignment, these angels are active in your life. If you switch from your assignment and begin to live a different life, they will be there, but they will be inactive. Because the only time these angels will go back to God is when you die. They are the ones that will carry your soul to where you are supposed to be based on the kind of life you lived. So if you lived your life without believing in the Lord Jesus, these are the same angels that will take you to hell. They will be with other angels who, whose assignment are to harvest the souls of men. There are certain angelic beings, their assignments are just to harvest the souls of men. And these angels that harvest the souls of men, they are actually coming from the smoke dimension of the fiery angelic beings. How many of us will remember the one that rules over that? Oh, I said it. Okay, let me say it again. I told you about fire the fiery angelic beings and i told you that when we go into fire death 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 is the one that rules over the smoke dimension of fire that is why when death appears you don't really see his face everything is dark that is how death appears everything is dark And the presence of death alone. Put this at the back of your mind. When the enemy let me explain something. Can you all hear me please? Good. Listen to me. When God started with creation, when he stretched himself, the first part of himself that he made according to the plan that he had, the first part of himself he called the Father. Now, if you are looking at the true nature of the Father, he's actually like a smooth. So a time came in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, when Moses and the children of Israel went, wanted to experience God, they wanted to hear the voice of God. When God descended, he came on the mountain as a thick, dark smoke. That was God. That was the Father. Are you following? Now, the there was an angel that the father had. An angel that was a representation and a manifestation of the father. And that angelic being is death. Death. So anytime the Bible makes mention of death, relax and understand it well. Because there are two dimensions of death in the scriptures. To be carnally minded is death. What we see naturally when people die and, you know, we bury them, to God that is not death. It is just a transition. 
you have left your physical body to a different level. It is not death in the sight of God. In fact, God calls it sleep. God, He calls it sleep. So let me tell you, the greatest enemy, uh, the enemy of God, the one that God's, the one that is God's enemy, Ankasa, is not Satan. Because Satan is a tiny angelic being. Not tiny as in tiny, but someone came before Satan. And there is someone close to God than Satan. Very close to God. And that one is death. Death is God's enemy. Death. He, he betrayed God more than Lucifer. <laughs> and we, we can't go into that dimension. Look at what the Bible said in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24 to 26. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24 to 26. Let's listen to what the Bible said. The word of the Lord said, Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until... He has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. So, the enemy of God is death. Not, not Satan, not Lucifer. No, 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 no. When you read through our scripture, you realize that Peter says something in the book of I think 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 or so. Let's read something from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. And listen to what the Bible said about us. This is God speaking through the apostle Peter to the church. And he said, be sober, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. He said, whose adversary? So who is Peter? Who was Peter talking to? You see, he was talking to the church and he said, Yo. so you see, the devil is actually our enemy. He is our adversary, not God. But when it comes to God destroying his enemy, the Bible said the last enemy that God will destroy is death. So death is God's enemy. So listen to me. If death is God's enemy, you don't play with him. God, oh God, his enemy is death. Many of you don't understand this one. And death is an angelic being. 
that ruled over the smoke dimension of God's fire. And if you go there, there are a lot of secrets that death is aware of that Satan does not even have 0.1% of it. There are more things of God that death is aware of than Lucifer does not know. Death was the ruler of the darkness. Lucifer was just a light bearer. And understand that light came out of darkness. So definitely, penny de penny, darkness was dead before light came. And in fact, Lucifer is, is not light. He's just a light bearer. Huh? He's like a mirror that reflects light. So it was because of light that God made him. So if there is no light, there is no Lucifer. But darkness was always there. Somebody says, so God, so God created the angel of death from the beginning of the, I don't know, I'm not getting the thing wrong. So from the beginning he was an angel and later became an angel of death. Now listen to, let me, let me break it down for you. When you go to God, he was already the being was already an angel of death, an angel of death. But when you go to God and God you talk about death, the way God sees death is different from the way the angel is manifesting himself. So if you go deep into the realms of the heavens, you will know that the first being that actually disobeyed God was death. So God made death as the beginning. Many of you will not understand what I'm saying. In the sight of God, death is the beginning of things. Death is the beginning of all things because God was take darkness before everything started coming out of him. Are you getting it? That is why the word father in the Bible, as in God the Father, has different meanings. The first meaning is God the Father is a source. The word father means source. So if you want to know the source of creation, you need to go into the father. Because it was out of the father that the word came. And the word is what created all things. That is why all things will go back into the word. Then the word will now enter into the Father again. That is what the Bible said. And the Bible said the last enemy to be conquered is death. <laughs> and you know, the, listen to me. Can you all hear me please? <laughs> the things I'm saying this in many of you, you you will not get it, but may the Lord help us. Let me explain. Listen. Every dimension, I know many of you are confused, I relax. It's because of the way your mind is and how your mind has been trained about what death is. Hmm?
So yourself adrenaline you know about death. So you don't even know that death is a personality, an angelic being. <laughs> huh? When Lucifer misbehaved, God sent Michael to deal with him. But when death misbehaved, God said, leave him to me alone. He's, he's for me. No angel can fight death. You can't. You, you know death. Do you know death? No angel. No nothing. <laughs> you don't know. Let me explain where death came from. Listen to me. When God stretched himself into the three dimensions, the Father, the Word, and the spirit understand that i told us that the highest manifestation of god is fire and fire is broken down into three main compartments we have um, light we have heat and we have smoke now so the father manifested as a smoke the sun manifested as light and the spirit manifested as heat are you with me Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, so the father that is manifesting as a smoke has another. You see, God will create angels that will manifest dimensions of himself. That is what I said from the beginning. So the father has an angelic being that expresses the father. The son has an angelic being. Or the word has an angelic being that expresses himself. The spirit also has an angelic being that expresses herself. So when you go into Kuvahasa, <laughs> when you go into God, the father is the smoke dimension. The angelic being that expresses the father is death. Then when you come into the dimension of the word, the word is light. The angelic being that expresses the word is Uriel. I'm leaving the, the spirit one too. This one is very easy. The spirit one is very easy. If you know, you know. Oh, I said this yesterday. When I was talking about healing. I made mention of it. Raphael. Raphael. To heal somebody means to introduce heat into the person's body. Basically, that's what it is in the spirit realm. And that one, so you see, among all these beings, understand that the father is the source even when you go into the godhead it is the father that is seen as the administrative head before the word then the spirit no one is greater than the other but according to the administrative rule the father is seen as the head so then the angel that manifests manifests like manifests the father is actually going to be the head when it comes to the other angels are you getting the picture No 
no wonder God is the one dealing with death because there are secrets in the universe nobody knows except death. And when death puts you into bondage, it will, it will take only God. That is why he warned Adam, hey, don't eat this. If you eat it, you will die. Because if you eat it, death will start another nature of himself that it will take only me to, be, to stop it. Man ate and death came. So that is why Lucifer thought there were really bad. Because he knows death. That death, nothing can, nothing can destroy death. He himself, the Satan guy, is very afraid of death. Now, let me explain something to you. I made a statement that these angelic beings, they have other beings that, that work with them. So, death had angelic beings that were also called death that were living with, that were working with him. According to, if I tell you the main purpose of death in God's creation, you know why death is an enemy to God now. If I tell you, in fact, in the sight of God, death is the beginning of life. In the sight of God, death is the beginning of life. When we are talking about death, we are speaking of beginnings. In the beginning, God created that beginning. Can I say something? May the Lord help us. That beginning. Now, in the beginning of God's creation, some certain beings were made. Certain beings were made in the beginning of God's creation. There were dimensions of God that were present when God started creation. And I told you this. That when God started, before God started creation, he moved from the realms of eternity and picked a point and said, I am going to start creation from this point. And that place that God stood to start creation, he called that place beginning. And I told you the other time when I was teaching us, In the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 14, Revelation, I told us that Amen is not just something we use to end a prayer. Amen actually is the beginning of God's creation. The Bible said, And to the angel of the church in Laodicea write, The words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. 
the beginning of God. So you see, the beginning of God's creation is called Amen. And Amen is a personality. <coughs> Somebody said, Is this in the Bible? Yes, it's in your Bible. We just read it. Amen. Is the, so you see, the, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God created heaven. That beginning is Amen. And Amen is a person. It is in Amen that the understanding of death assignment is found. There's no way you can understand death if you don't understand what happened in the beginning and what Amen is all about. That is not my teaching for today. And let me make this bold statement. The only one that can deal with death is called Amen. Let me stop. All right. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. So, when you go to church, what do they teach you? Can I say this? You see, many of you have been asking this question. Where did evil originate? Like, like evil, where did evil come from? It did not start with Lucifer. Not at all. Not at all. If you go deep to know where evil came from, it is actually found Okay, let me. Someone said, Did God create evil? I was about to. Okay, you were about to ask him. Yeah. God did not create evil. We are talking about angels. Don't let me go back. Someone said, So is God, is death stronger than Christ? No. If you know that Christ is Amen, you will know that He's the only one that can deal with. You know, as I'm talking to you right now, in the sight of God, death has actually been bound. Death, you see, that is why you have to understand that death is not you getting out of your body. That is not death. That is not death. Are you with me? In the times of old, eh, when death lays, oh, let me explain to you. <laughs> when you see death, death is a shadow. Take tall. There is no angel taller than death. There is no angel stronger, bigger than death. No, there is not even one. 
and he rules in jurisdictions by a blast of his nostrils. Everything will be in fear. And in fact, that which comes out of the nostrils of death is called fear. If that one too is a spirit. No, 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 no. Michael cannot stand in front of death. In any level. No. So before death will visit a place, it will first breathe out and the spirit of fear will move. Are you listening to me? Good. Death is a strong angelic being. Ukra. Sikil. And I said this the other time. Sikil. Those of you who know Sikil. At the end of the day, Tiku Ukul. When they are known, I yes, a hook. They use some to harvest rice. Good. That is what death is always holding. And he has angelic beings that serve under him. So the moment death moved out of the radar of God's will, the enemy quickly partnered with him. But even the devil is afraid. He's afraid of death. If he jokes, he's in trouble. May the Lord have mercy on us. In Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Please. It's okay, you need death. Right. You better call the whole later. I've actually jumped ahead of myself. Let's go back and talk. Uh-huh. We'll get to death. I have a lot of things to tell you about death. Plenty heavy things. Then you want to have a see how strong this one is. Do you know that everybody that died before the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ was in the bondage of death? That's why people were afraid to die. Because if you die, pin, you will be in the hands of death. You can't go to God after you are dead. You can't go to God. He was harvesting the souls of men unto himself. And because the devil partnered with death, death gave the devil a certain power. And that power that the devil had, he could use it to take the souls of men into bondage.
So the Bible said in the book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Can you all hear me? Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, the Bible said, Since therefore the children share in, the, in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. So people were afraid to die. And that fear of dying was the bondage the devil placed upon them. So even Jesus, before he could conquer death, he had to die. <laughs> this death guy. And the conquering of death was seen in his resurrection. I'll, I'll get time and we'll talk about death as an angel and the original assignment that God gave to death and what death actually has switched his assignment to and why he has become the enemy of God. Are you getting the picture? Good. Alright, let me take some other questions. I think today we have gone deeper than... Um, okay. Any other question? If I've not answered your question, kindly send it again. Someone said, does the angel of death still take souls into bondage after... No. When Jesus conquered him, anybody that believes in the Lord Jesus has already crossed the path of death. When you die as a believer, death has no power over you again. But if you are not a believer and you die, you are already in the hands of death. Okay. Praise that even for him to call Lazarus from the hands of death is exactly, exactly. Any other question? Somebody said, hey, questions on death, yeah, boss. Somebody said, does, please, does death has an angelic name and number? Yes. But it has not come to light. It is not known. The only one that knows much more of death is God. Because death is darkness and you can't know things in darkness. Someone said, is it true that death name is Azrael? It might be one of the angels that is serving under him. Because when Lucifer partnered with him, he partnered with some of the angelic beings that were with him. That is why they can harvest the soul of somebody who is living on the earth and keep it in bondage. So anybody that somebody has used for blood money hmm? 
if they kill somebody for blood money, what happens is that they have hijacked the soul of the person in a different realm of the spirit. And the person will be a slave to that spirit in that realm. Nobody that was used for blood money is free in the soul. There is nothing like that. As a slave or Yes. He says, what if someone killed by Juju? Oh, that one there. You see, once it is blood money, you are not free. But if they kill you through Juju, that one they just cause your soul to leave your body. That one based on what you lived your life, how you lived your life, whether you are a believer. People are believers that they can die through Juju and go to heaven. Yes, there are people like that. They are Christians, but people can do juju and kill them and they will go to heaven. At that point, it is not the heaven you are going that is the most important thing. The assignment you are not able to fulfill. When you go, it is only when you go to heaven that you understand that going to heaven is not all there is. I'm telling you. Because based the more you fulfill your assignment, the more you are preparing a place close to God. Many people are dead and are in heaven. They don't even know where some angels are. They are in heaven because they did nothing. But people worked for God, did everything for God. And they have a place close to God. When they die, they bypass all realms of angelic ranks. They bypass dimensions of beings and they sit on a throne close to God. There are people who are believers, they are close to God. Some are believers, they don't even know some angelic places. They don't know, but they are all in heaven. So your assignment on earth is the most important thing. Anything that is trying to take your life before your time is very dangerous. Kill it. If it is a human being, kill him or her. So that can a believer who is killed through money ritual still be under the oh yes. Once it you see, let me explain something to you. When the enemy is trying to take somebody's life, you will make difference. The dimensions of attacks on your life to kill a person. They just want your soul to exit your body. That is all. But there are other dimensions. They are harvesting your soul from your body. Are you getting it? They are harvesting. That is the point. So even if you are a Christian, that is why you need, you need to fire yourself up. I'm telling you. You need to fire yourself up. Don't joke. Don't let anybody... See, we have... Girls in church, sika 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 nti bumbla na no atia kanzu dimetisa. Some ladies make you look like you don't even have hands to work. That people they are little they think tell your bank one day hey okoye okoye do my side and let a man take care of. We shall all see. Obi de shesu shumi, shesu ma se ye do ma. 
Emma spirit. Emma who's carried the Makwa Brane or as I see so. Somebody asked about if angels intercede. Let me touch on this. I remember some years back, the Lord showed me something. And after seeing it, I read it in a book and it was a great confirmation to me. Eh? I told you about some of the sons of God that are living on earth with us like human beings. Some of them can come and stay at your vicinity for 10 years, 30 years. They can even live and die like normal human beings, but they are angels sent to the earth. If these people don't come to the earth, we are dead. I'm telling you. Because the earth on which we are living is a person. The earth is a personality. And the earth can fall sick. There are moments where the earth is so full of wickedness of men. Innocent blood. That the earth will begin to speak. It falls sick. And most of the time when the earth falls sick. It vomits out a lot of things. And most of the things that comes out of the earth is what we normally call natural disasters, volcanoes, earthquakes. Most of these things are as a result of certain acts, demonic acts that have persisted on the land for so so many years. So learn that. The Lord showed me something like, hey, some angels, their main assignment is that they will come and amplify the energy of any good thing on the earth. So if somebody wholeheartedly gives money to somebody, there is an energy that is sparked in the heaven, in, in the spirit realm. And this energy that is sparked in the spirit realm actually heals the earth. You get me? So the good things we do to people is actually healing to the earth. And when the earth is healed, it will actually bring forth good things to you, the one that did it. So what these angels come to do is that when they come and they see the few people that are doing good things, some people are doing good things just to get a name. There is no energy that is sparked in the heavens for that. That is why even Paul told us in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he said, if I speak with the tongues of angels, if I do this, if I do this, if I know I know all mysteries and I have no love, I am nothing. He said, if I even give up myself to be bent for my brother and I have no love, that means somebody can even die for another person just for a name. It is not coming from the heart. That good thing is not good in the sight of these angels. So some of these angels come to multiply the energy of the good things we do. And when they multiply that, it becomes healing to the earth. So if these angelic beings don't come to multiply these energies, even will overtake good on the earth, then I'm telling you, it will be very difficult for us to live on this earth. And that is the mission of the enemy. He wants to rule over the earth. So we have been sent by God to this earth as messengers to take charge over the earth.
So we need to know some of these things. In fact, there are many angels we don't even know the work they are doing. Plenty. Plenty. I mean plenty. Yesterday, the number of human beings on the earth, very few. Can I say something? Do you know that even on this earth, it's not only human beings that are dwelling here. Yes, there are plenty beings living in the realms of this earth. It is only the physical part of the earth that we are living here. When you go to the astral dimension, there are beings that are dwelling there. God made them and he placed them there. Those ones also have angelic beings attending to them. So those beings, they are not spirits. And they are not human beings. They die. They do everything like we are doing. Just that, because they are not flesh and blood, some of them can live for a long, longer period. Someone said, was Lucifer a seraph or a cherub? Clarify this for us. <laughs> Alright. Lucifer was just standing in the midst of these two. He had a dimension of the seraph and he had a dimension of the cherub. The Bible calls him the anointed cherry. So he was not just a normal cherry. He was an anointed. And when Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness, the Bible said God lifted him above his companions. So the anointment on Lucifer made him a little above the cherry. And the word seraph also means a fiery serpent. Serpent that is fiery. And we all know that the Bible spoke about Lucifer, Satan, as the serpent. Someone said, please, what of the zodiac signs do angels have impact on that? Yes, there are angels that keep watch over the zodiacs. Oh, I will teach on this. I'm telling you. I will make time and teach on this one. Let me tell you something. Once you exit the first heavens and you have just entered into the earth realm, there are many, anything that God has, this guy called Lucifer has a counterfeit of that. He has a counterfeit of that. So, if there is an angel in charge of the sun, the devil has a demon in charge of the sun. That is why, you see, many people believe that the zodiac is demonic. Who was the one that created it? Was it demons? Why do you leave a lot of things for the enemy? You don't want to get close to it. Have you read the Bible? 
You see, many people are making serious mistakes. There is always an original way that God made things. The reason is that a lot of people have gone for the counterfeit one. And because there is counterfeit, you can't say everything is just counterfeit. No. So long as there is a counterfeit, definitely there is an original. The Bible made mention of um, some of the um, constellations. Is it the devil that created the stars? Is it the devil that made constellations? There's a constellation called Orion. Orion. Just as we have others called Aries and all those kind of things. Orion. Was it the devil that, that made it? The Bible said in the book of Job chapter 9 verse 9. Job chapter 9 verse 9. The Bible said, He created there Orion and the place of the Pleiades and the southern constellations. Who created them? God. He created the southern constellations. Orion. God made them. You can't tell me that Orion is evil. What are, you, what are you talking about? The enemy has bees in charge of all these constellations, but God has original beings that he has made for these. So the one you get close to will show you different knowledge. So there is a reason why God made the zodiac. Do you know zodiac? Zodiac actually means the pathway of the sun. It is not the devil that made the sun. If you have morning and night, day and night, it is as a result of the zodiac. If you can count days, you can count years, weeks, months, it is because of the zodiac. So the sun will move around the pathways. There are ways, huh? As the earth is revolving around the sun, the sun is also passing through certain pathways in the middle, in the midst of the stars around the earth. I don't know how to teach. I've, I've taught on this before. There's not the devil that made these things. And there are angels in charge of them. Trying to forget God. Huh? Trying to throw away the voice of God and living by the zodiac. The zodiac was not made for you to live your life with it. The zodiac is limited. It is earthbound. It will not teach you anything above the matters of the earth. And even on the matters of the earth, the zodiac is still limited. It is speaking much more of times and seasons. But when it comes to how to take charge, in a particular season or time, it is the Lord God Almighty that will let you know. So let us learn these things. It will help us. You know, when you go to the Western world, a lot of people are giving themselves to Zodiac. They don't know anything Holy Ghost. They don't know anything Christian. Their lives are being ruled by the Zodiac. 
oh, this is my sign, and I'm this, and I am this, and I am this, and I am this. There is very little that zodiac signs will tell you. But I'm telling you, when you go to the Western world, they believe that is their God. That is their God. They don't want to hear any other thing. And that is demonic. When demons, when they let you know that that is the only thing you need, they have, they have stolen something from you. Yes, they have stolen something precious from your life. Yes, some people even marry with zodiac signs. Sometimes, according to your zodiac signs, a woman or you are not supposed to marry somebody, but the Holy Ghost can tell you, go. And it will work. Where did the zodiac power go at this point? There's always supremacy in voice. So learn some of these things. Zodiac is not supposed to be your God. And many people also are fighting against some of the lines in your power. They said it is demonic. Hey, so right now demons created their lines in your power. The lines that are in your palm, demons created the lines. Why are we so skeptical about things? And we are almost we are losing it. May the Lord have mercy on us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. All right. So people of God, may the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Alright, so today we just did questions and answers. Um, God willing, on Friday, if um, the Lord gives us the chance, we'll continue. If we don't get the chance to um, some other time, we'll continue with the, the rest.
and God willing, tomorrow it's not going to be possible because I have to meet my amazing um, group of angelic beings, the family life people. Yeah, tomorrow is family life. God bless all the family life people. They are going to meet God willing tomorrow. They have sacrificed a lot for the singlets. You can't even sacrifice. Mm. You don't want to sacrifice and you want to marry. If you don't know how to sacrifice, forget, forget about it. Forget about it. God bless you. Somebody said, can I join? No problem. If, you, if only you have your wife with you and your ring on your finger, fine. But if you don't, I'm sorry to tell you that it's not possible. God bless you. <laughs> God bless all the singlets. In Jesus' mighty name. A year by this time, you'll also be in your matrimonial home. Someone said, what if I have a ring? Bring your wife. Don't go and bring your girlfriend. There's a difference between girlfriend and wife. But say, Daphoma, you'll be alpha. I'm telling you. Daphoma, you'll be fire check. You ask the family life people. <laughs> I'm telling you. Man of God, the Lord bless you, Adam Fupa. May the Lord bless you and open the heavens above you and grant you a wonderful testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Someone said, Please, can I buy a ring and join? Haja. <laughs> The Lord bless you. Please, we are going to meet God willing this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT for priesthood time. So please, if you are here and you have a child, get a bottle of water for the child. If you have two children, get two bottles of water. So please, buy the bottles of water according to the number of the children. Over 25 or 25. Uh, and join us. We are still handling the matter of dealing with the wickedness of the wicked, we will fire them and the Lord will release his protection over us and our children in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. May the Lord release your testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you all and keep all of you strong. We shall meet God willing this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. Right after here, I'm going to upload the message. Yes, if you are pregnant too, you can get a bottle of water and join us. If you are pregnant too, you can get and join us. Next week, somebody will give birth. Next week, next week. Somebody will give birth next week. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. We are going to meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT.
God bless you. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240-312-551. If you want to be a covenant partner, you want to support God's work every month with a seed, just send me a text on that same number. I'm going to add you to the covenant partners WhatsApp page and we are going to take things from there. Also, the prayer ring t-shirts are available. It's just 30 cities. Get yours and join us, God willing, this Monday for the prayer ring experience. God bless you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.